Section 9 of the Fairchild Family. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bernard Dion. The Fairchild Family by Mary Martha Sherwood. Sad Story of a Disobedient Child. When Mr. Fairchild returned from his walk, he found John ready with the cart. So, wishing Mrs. Goodrich a good evening and thanking her for her kindness, they returned home. The next morning, Mr. Fairchild got up early and went down to the village. Breakfast was ready, and Mrs. Fairchild and the children waiting at the table when he came back. "'Get your breakfast, my dear,' said he to Mrs. Fairchild. "'Don't wait for me.' So saying, he went into his study and shut the door. Mrs. Fairchild, supposing that he had some letters to write, got her breakfast quietly, after which she sent Lucy to ask her father if he would not choose any breakfast. When Mr. Fairchild heard Lucy's voice at the study door, he came out and followed her into the parlour. When Mrs. Fairchild looked at her husband's face, she saw that something had grieved him very much. She was frightened and said, "'My dear, I'm sure something is the matter. What is it?' "'Tell me the worst at once. Pray do!' "'Indeed, my dear,' said Mr. Fairchild. "'I have heard something this morning which has shocked me dreadfully. "'I was not willing to tell you before you had breakfasted. "'I know what you will feel when you hear it.' "'Do tell me,' said Mrs. Fairchild, turning quite white. "'Poor Augusta Noble,' said Mr. Fairchild. "'What, Papa?' said Lucy and Emily and Henry in one voice. She is dead, exclaimed Mr. Fairchild. The children turned as pale as their mother, and poor Mrs. Fairchild nearly fainted. Oh, poor Lady Noble, poor Lady Noble, said she as soon as she could speak. Poor Lady Noble. Whilst the children were crying over the sad news, Mrs. Barker came into the parlour. Mrs. Barker was a kind woman, and, as she lived by herself, was always at liberty to go amongst her neighbours in times of trouble. Ah, oh, Mrs. Fairchild, she said. I know what troubles you. We were all in grief through the whole village. What was the cause of the poor child's death? asked Mrs. Fairchild. I never heard that she was ill. Ah, Mrs. Fairchild, the manner of her death is the worst part of the story, and that which must grieve her parents more than all. You know that poor Miss Augusta was always the darling of her mother, who brought her up in great pride, and she chose a foolish governess for her who had no good influence upon her. I never thought much of Miss Beaumont, said Mrs. Fairchild. As Miss Augusta was brought up without the fear of God, continued Mrs. Barker, she had, of course, no notion of obedience to her parents, further than just trying to please them in their presence. She lived in the constant practice of disobeying them, and the governess continually concealed her disobedience from Lady Noble. And what is the consequence? The poor child has lost her life, and Miss Beaumont is turned out of doors in disgrace. But, said Mrs. Fairchild, how did she lose her life through disobedience to her parents? Pray tell me, Mrs. Barker. The story is so sad I hardly like to tell it to you, answered Mrs. Barker. But you must know it sooner or later. Miss Augusta had a custom of playing with fire and carrying candles about. Though Lady Noble had often warned her of the danger of this habit, and strictly charged her governess to prevent it. But it seems that the governess, being afraid of offending, had suffered her very often to be guilty of this piece of disobedience, without telling Lady Noble. And the night before last, 
when Lady Noble was playing at cards in the drawing-room with some visitors. Miss Augusta took a candle off the hall table and carried it upstairs to the governess's room. No one was there, and it supposed that Miss Augusta was looking in the glass with a candle in her hand when the flame caught her dress. But this is not known. Lady Noble's maid, who was in the next room, was alarmed by her dreadful screams, and hastening to discover the cause, found poor Augusta in a blaze from head to foot. The unhappy young lady was so dreadfully burnt that she never spoke afterwards, but died in agonies last night. When Mrs. Fairchild and the children heard this dreadful story, they were very much grieved. Mrs. Barker stayed with them all day, and it was, indeed, a day of mourning through all the house. End of section 9